Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Lead Her Ship podcast. I'm Brittany Howard, a mama of six and top leader of a multi-million dollar team, and I love to talk about leadership topics that maximize our impact in our homes, relationships, and in the marketplace as we endeavor to juggle all of our responsibilities well. This podcast is for Christian mamas who either are leaders in network marketing or who aspire to be. I have coached a lot of people to the six-figure level and beyond, and I'm going to share with you here what I share with my team that has helped us build this business with a long-term focus in mind and have very meaningful relationships throughout the journey. We're going to dive into the emotions and thoughts that come with building a business. We're going to deal with relationship dynamics that come with leading a team, especially when your team happens to be your actual friends. We're going to discuss ways to help your team catch the bigger vision with you and how to coach them to success. And we're going to do it all through a biblical lens. If you are constantly feeling anxious, stressed out, discouraged, or under pressure in your business, then these next few episodes are for you. We are going to talk all about what causes anxiety and stress and pressure in your business, and we're going to talk about how to fix it. And I am going to be vulnerable with you guys and totally honest. I have felt this way in my business more often then I haven't. And while I was in Mexico, I was very intentional to carve out some time that would just be time with the Lord, time where I could sit and read and pray and just be alone. And the Lord showed me some things, and I have to share it with you guys. So I started reading this book called The Faith-Driven Entrepreneur. And I'm going to link that title in the notes of this podcast, and it is an affiliate link, so I would make a tiny commission off of it, full disclaimer, but that does help offset the cost of producing this podcast. So click that link if you want the book, but if if the title grabs your attention, the content of it definitely will. So I was reading this book, The Faith Driven Entrepreneur, while I was in Mexico, and the whole entire book spoke to me. But there was this one chapter in particular that really convicted me. And I mean, Holy Spirit conviction. And there is a difference between guilt and and conviction, which is another thing that I have been thinking a lot about over the past week or so, because I tend to battle guilt and shame frequently. And I just learned the difference between guilt and conviction. Guilt is the enemy wanting to cause you shame because he hates you. But conviction is the Lord wanting to correct you because he loves you. And conviction is exactly what I felt when I was reading this chapter in this book. And the title of it, the title of the chapter is called The Faithful Worker versus The Willful Worker. So I want to start by talking about the definition of each because they kind of sound similar, right? Faithful worker, willful worker, 
They both sound like somebody who works hard and knows where they're headed and, you know, they have a purpose and a goal and a mission. But there's a very stark contrast between a faithful worker and a willful worker. A fa- so, first of all, faithfulness is doing our part but leaving the results to God. And willfulness is making sure the goal and the impact we're trying to create is accomplished in our way, on our timeline, and through our efforts. So willfulness is about striving, performing, and achieving in order to prove our worth. And faithfulness is about obedience to the work that God has called you to, trusting in His purpose and in His plan, and depending on Him to multiply your resources. Huge difference, right? And what's interesting is that outside looking in, the faithful worker and the willful worker may be hard to tell apart because their outward behavior looks very similar. But what is different between these two people is their heart posture and their heart attitude. What they are thinking is different and what they're believing is different. And so therefore what they are feeling is different. Their behavior on the outside might look the same, but their internal motives are not the same. They may even produce the same result outwardly, but the way they feel about it, the way they respond to it, their level of at which they can enjoy the result will all be different. So let's start by contrasting the emotions of the willful worker versus the faithful worker. If you are in willfulness, then you likely feel anxious, stressed out, and under a lot of pressure. If you are in faithfulness, you likely feel calm, confident, and at peace. Now, there are three different things that I have found that can cause someone to feel a lot of anxiety and pressure in their business. The first one is feeling like I have to make this work. Uh, Maybe I have made some poor financial decisions and I've gotten myself in a situation where I don't have a choice but to make this work. And if I don't figure out a way to make this work, then there's going to be consequences for that. Okay. And if that is the case for you, then I would advise you to maybe evaluate through lots of prayer, ask for wisdom and guidance on how you can correct the situation and move forward in wisdom. But the other two things that can cause anxiety and pressure are the things that I want to dive into on this podcast. So the second one is believing that it's all up to you to make this happen, which is essentially a lack of trust in God and a lack of depending on God. And the third one is finding your value and your worth in something other than your relationship with Jesus Christ. So it's essentially misplaced identity. And I want to dive into those two on this podcast. Now, I want to remind you before we jump into this that 
anything you hear me share here about the faithful worker versus the willful worker is coming from a place of conviction and experience, meaning these are actual things that I have battled myself and the Lord has convicted me about it. And so I'm just here to share with you what I'm learning. Hopefully it will help you too. Because I don't want anybody listening to be tempted to think, oh, I'm struggling with this and she has it all together. Because I promise you the battle is very real and very ongoing. And I think that it will be probably for a very long time because this is my tendency to think and feel these things. And if I am not in prayer, then this will continue to be my tendency. So what I'm saying is that feeling anxious, stressed, and under a lot of pressure in my business is usually a result or really a sign of prayerlessness. I begin feeling this way when I have neglected my private prayer habits. So that's my first question for you. If you are struggling with feeling these things, how is your prayer life? Because God has provided everything we need to feel joy and peace, even under the most difficult circumstances. And that's why it's called the peace that passes understanding, because there are very difficult things that we will walk through in life. But when we are abiding in the Holy Spirit, then we will, it might not change our circumstances, but we can at least have peace and even joy through very difficult things. And I have experienced that in my own life many times. And so when I get in a place of feeling anxious, stressed, and under pressure, it is for sure a sign of prayerlessness that I have neglected just getting in a place that is private with the Lord, much like Jesus did. He you know, would go up on a mountain away from the multitudes and just pray and talk to his father. And we need to be doing the same thing. Prayer is a means of grace. So it is one of the things that God has provided for us in addition to his word that he has left us and his church and the body of believers. These are all means of grace that when we engage in these things, that we have what we need for a life of godliness and we can experience fruit of the spirit. But when we neglect these means of grace, then we're just kind of left to our own tendencies and we end up with feelings like anxiety, stress, and pressure. When you are praying about your business and truly surrendering your business, your goals, your ambitions, your plans, your work, when you are surrendering all of that to God and His purposes and His timing, and you are completely depending on Him and trusting in His plan and His purpose and just knowing He did give you this work to do, but it's not all up to you to achieve all of it or accomplish all of it, when you are in prayer, you can have peace about your business. When you are in prayer about your business, you are more likely to trust in the Lord and depend 
on the Lord. But when you are not in prayer about your business, then you can really easily and quickly fall into the trap of believing the lie of it's all up to me and I have to make this happen. And when you start believing that lie and you start feeling the anxiety and the pressure of it's all up to me, what that looks like in practical terms is your priorities can become misplaced. Meaning you might work harder and longer. You might begin to neglect other responsibilities like your marriage or your kids or God, your spiritual life or your health. Maybe you stop exercising or stop eating nutritious food and taking the time to plan and prepare healthy meals. Maybe you begin to neglect your friends. Now, what I am not saying is that having a business causes you to neglect those other things. I 100% believe that you can have a very successful business without neglecting any of the priorities that God has called you to. So I want to be very clear on that. Giving more time to certain priorities is by default going to mean that you give less time to other priorities, but that does not necessarily mean that you are neglecting the other priorities. So, for example, does making God my first priority mean that I spend the most time reading my Bible and praying, more time doing those things than I do any of my other priorities? No. Obviously, God's called me to do work, and it's because I'm making God a priority that I make time for the other priorities, right? So when I'm making time for my business, it doesn't mean that I'm neglecting my kids. I am making time for my biz because my kids are a priority, because I love my kids, because of what I want to provide for my kids, because of the life I want for my kids. So I just want to be very clear on that because I do believe it is important to make your business a priority if God's called you to grow a business. And if you're listening to this podcast, he probably has. And I think that you can do both, grow a business and keep your other priorities in order at the same time. The point is, when you are believing that it is all up to you and your success depends completely on you, your priorities become misplaced and you may start to actually neglect other responsibilities. You may also begin to avoid any person or situation that would require you to slow down. You might frequently feel discouraged or fearful of what if it all goes away or what if they quit. Or you might even feel angry when things are not going the way that you want them to go. If you find yourself blaming something outside of you because you haven't met your goal, then you likely are struggling with some anger, some misplaced priorities, and the belief that it all depends on you. So when's the last time you blamed corporate for something not going right in your business. When's the last time you blamed your downline? If only they would, then my business would blank. And the pressure that builds up comes from thinking things like, I can't let up. I can't let up because 
my everything staying afloat, it all depends on me. I, I can't let up because my marriage, my kids, my business staying afloat, all of it depends on me. So I can't let up. And if you are operating from that place long enough, what that's going to lead to is burnout because that is a heavy burden to carry. And friend, if you are listening to this and you are relating to this, let me just encourage you to get on your face before the Lord and give all of it to Him. Repent of that and let Him take that pressure from you and that burden from you and you really just need to be helpless before God. And you need to be dependent on God. And you need to trust that God has a purpose for bringing you to this business opportunity. And he has a plan for you. And he is for you. And you can trust him. And you can depend on him to multiply your resources. I love this quote I just read from J.C. Ryle that says, spiritual as well as natural greatness depends in a high degree on the faithful use of means within everybody's reach. So in other words, whatever resources God has given you, whatever means he has provided you, whether it be spiritual or natural, your success that could eventually lead to your greatness will depend in large part on how you use the means and the resources that he has provided you. So when we're talking about spiritual means, again, we're talking about things like prayer and his word and going to church and worshiping every week with a body of believers. Those are things God has provided for you to live a life of fruitfulness that has peace and joy even amidst the hardest circumstances. And the natural means would be things like time that God has given you or the money that you have or the skill. How you use those things and develop those things and invest those things will determine the level of success that you enjoy. Now, I want to be clear here that faithfulness does not mean that we don't work hard. It actually means the opposite because we do work hard when we are being faithful. God has a lot to say about our work ethic, which I'm going to talk about. And it does not mean that we're not achieving things because if you are faithful long enough, your results compound and it's inevitable for you to achieve things. It also does not mean that we don't innovate or make sacrifices like getting up early. Again, the outward behavior of a faithful worker versus a willful worker will look very similar, but the heart posture and the heart attitude is very different. So as a faithful worker, when you are working hard and you are achieving and you are innovating and taking risks and making sacrifices all to the glory of God, you do these things while you trust God in the process and depend on him to bring the results. And that causes you to feel confident and peaceful. But if you are working out of willfulness, meaning this all depends on me, you're going to feel anxiety and pressure. Okay. So today we talked about 
one of the reasons for anxiety, stress, and pressure in our businesses is because we are not trusting in God's plan and His purpose and His timing, and we are depending on ourselves. We are not trusting in His power, but our own, and we are believing that it is up to us instead of believing that the results are in His hand when we work very hard. And next week, I want to talk about the other reason for anxiety, stress, and pressure in your business, which is when you're trying to find your value and worth in something other than your relationship with Jesus Christ. So it's misplaced identity. And if this resonated with you today, just know, me too, (laughs) me too, But I want to remind you about the difference between guilt and conviction. And conviction is from God because he loves you and he wants what's best for you. And if that is what you are experiencing, I just want to encourage you to go spend some time with your Lord. Don't delay it. Don't ignore it. Just go and make it a priority. Go do it so that you can have peace and joy as you are building your business. If you are telling yourself, well, I will be happy when I hit that rank, when I earn that trip, when I have a certain amount of dollars in my paycheck, if you are telling yourself that you're going to be happier when, fill in the blank, I can promise you none of those things are meant to fully satisfy you. Are those things a blessing? Absolutely. And I definitely think you should be working toward those things. But I also think that God would have you to experience his joy and his peace in the process. Because if you don't have those things now, I can assure you when you hit those goals, you won't have it then either. Because those things cannot fully satisfy. Only your relationship with Jesus can. So if you don't want to constantly feel anxious, stressed, and under pressure in your business, you must trust in God to give you what you need. He can give you the time and capacity that you need. He can help you learn the skills that you need. And He can produce the fruit that you need. You can trust His plan. You can trust His purpose. You can trust His timing. And you can trust His methods. You can trust him because he is good and he loves you and he is for you. And one last thought for today. Sometimes God asks us to do the impossible with what we don't have because that means we have to trust him. When the multitudes were following Jesus and the disciples came to Jesus and they said, Lord, these people are hungry. His response to them was feed them. You feed them. And they're, I just can only imagine them sitting there looking at him like, um, <laughs> we can't do that. We just have a few fish and a few loaves of bread here. And then him looking at them and just saying, Exactly. Exactly. You can't, but I can. And you can depend 
on me and you can trust me. Sometimes God wants us to be in that place where we have no choice but to trust him and depend on him. Imagine the stress and the pressure of trying to feed multitudes with just a few loaves and a few fish. If those disciples believed that it was going to be up to them to feed those multitudes from their own resources, I imagine they would have felt a lot of anxiety and pressure, right? God can multiply your efforts. Be diligent. Be faithful. And trust Him to provide. So, was this helpful to you today? If it was, would you do me a huge favor and leave me a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? And it also means the world to me when you guys shout me out on social media and tag me. Your feedback is so valuable and so encouraging to me. Thanks so much for hanging out with me this week, guys. See y'all next week.